0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working.
1: Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
0: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigan naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game
1: podcast. Well, we call this the post-game podcast, and this is literally six minutes after the show ended. So here we go. Al Duke's
0: what up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You have dominated WFAN today. Uh, I have not dominated anything. 5.43, kicked it off with the warm-up, four hours with you and Gio, now this. Oh, this now isn't this. on WFAN. It is not. Joe and Evan are on right now. Oh, they they do the show right after. Yes. Uh, so, yes, you, as you said, six minutes after the program, which means, Jerry, I have some stories of which I've only read the headlines.
1: <laughs> That's different how.
0: Uh, well, yes. Well, today, <laughs> I. it's different today because I have an excuse. That's true. But the first one that came right up, Jerry, was about I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I know you love them.
1: I do, and supposedly they're going on tour again this
0: year. Uh, they are, Jerry, and in fact, they're going to play at the Great Pyramids in the Great Pyramids of Giza in Cairo, Egypt. Hmm. Now, the Pyramids is one of those things where I would love to see in yes, person. me too. But I'm not going to Egypt I'm not either. I'll never see it. We'll never see the pyramids. Nope. I know. Unless Egypt tourism buys onto the station and And says, send us there. We need a live remote from the pyramids. Or if they bought into the podcast. Or the podcast. But I would love to see the pyramids, but I don't know what you do once you go there and see it. You explore them, I think. They do say it's very strange there, because I've heard from people that have been to the pyramids, that there is legitimately a pizza hut that out the window you see the pyramids. Like, they're Come in the on. middle really? of, yeah, that they're in the middle of the pir- the of pyramids. Civilization like, c- cities have been built around the pyramids. Sure. Cities of today. Like, no offense to Pizza Hut, you should not be in a stone's throw of the pyramids.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. It was that like that wild.
0: when I went to Italy a couple summers ago, I wanted to see the... Um, Leaning Tower of Pisa? Not that, the, the Colosseum. Oh, sure. Where Christians fought lions.
1: Yeah. Isn't that
0: bizarre? Yeah, and it's right in the middle of like in you know how in Jersey we have those traffic circles. Yes. That's like that. There's the the thing. Is that and true? Yeah, regular paved streets around it. No kidding. Yeah. How many
1: people when you went there? You went there on a weekday, I
0: imagine. A weekday, right? yeah. How in many people are visiting it? It was a lot because it's the summer, so I think that's the you know, when everyone's on vacation. And how
1: much of it do you see? Like, do you see where they kept the lions, like in the No, you No, no? they
0: they show you you could look down into where the under the under the um, colosseum is where the the lions were kept
1: they would not take
0: you down you can't go down there well i didn't i didn't do an official tour i just walked around
1: See, that would you could see fa- a lot. be fascinating it was very interesting now were you allowed in the arena area yeah
0: oh no War. not down on the floor no so you
1: couldn't get down where the fights happened
0: no but you were in the stands and War. it's all marble original marble it was amazing. Incredible. Yeah.
1: It really is. And I listen, I've always said until I see more things in this country, I don't plan on going to Italy anytime soon. Yeah. That I would like to see.
0: But as as was told to me because I always had that attitude and still have that attitude that this country, the age of this country versus some of these other countries. Sure.
1: Isn't it a baby?
0: Like we don't have anything that old as the Colosseum right. or these pyramids. I'm
1: not arguing with you.
0: But I just like this is what I'm hoping virtual reality does. That I put on goggles and I really am at the pyramids, like legitimately everywhere. Even look, you're not you right. Get the,
1: the sense that you are. I get
0: everything else. Like I look, I look up pyramids Would you around. Feel
1: like you were really there then.
0: I, I don't know. This is what I need virtual reality to become, so right. I don't have to leave my house. Because if
1: your answer is yes, then we come back to virtual reality in a hotel room in Vegas right. with a stripper. Right. So if it's
0: real with the pyramids, right, then it becomes then real with everything.
1: Real with everything.
0: Right. And then what kind of lives are we leading, Jerry? Yes. Other than ones where we don't leave our homes, which I do like.
1: <laughs> but you, with, the, with the glasses, you don't have to. Right. Aye, aye, aye. It's funny.
0: But I don't know what else you can do at the pyramids. Because I am fascinated, like, how did they build the pyramids? Did aliens? Well, not you?
1: Aren't there underground tunnels and caves to explore and stuff like that? Maybe. Now, that would freak me out. I'm not going to lie. But I would like to see, like, the the writings on the walls and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Kind of cool.
0: The Grateful Dead played there in 1978, and Yanni, who we had in studio a couple years Yanni. back, Yanni filmed a concert video at the Pyramids in 2015.
1: When are the Chili Peppers playing there? In the summer? Well, let's see. They're going
0: to play March 15th. Oh, well, you got to go to that, Jerry.
1: My birthday is March 19th. I should oh, go for my birthday. Oh, perfect. Um,
0: they have that sphinx there with no nose.
1: They have any other uh, dates?
0: No, This this story really was just on playing the Pyramids, which got is it. pretty cool. That is cool. London's if I if I had wild. limitless money yeah
1: there are certain bands and shows I would love to see like I've always said I'd love to just pick up one time and see the chili Peppers in LA because I've been told by uh, I have cousins that live out there that say their shows out in Los Angeles are better than anywhere else you see them they play longer they you know it's just
0: like that's where you would want to see them
1: yeah that's one though if I had a limitless bank account private jet right. let's go Egypt. Watch the show back home.
0: I don't even know. like, What do I I eat in Egypt? Pizza Hut. Oh, right. They have that (laughs) Pizza Hut. Good point. I'd be there every every, day. Pizza Hut.
1: Look for a McDonald's. Right. You get your Egg McMuffin in the morning. You could have your uh, Filet-O-Fish or your chicken sandwich in the afternoon and Pizza Hut for dinner.
0: Do you think they get, like, let's use McDonald's as an example. Let's say there's a McDonald's by the pyramids in Egypt. Or I go to a McDonald's in Italy, mm-hmm. are they using the same quality meat as we're getting here I in America? I would think
1: they are. I would think it's being sent frozen. Right. I, I would think it is. I don't know that, but I would think McDonald's, I I know someone that owned a Subway, and you had to buy your food from Subway. Right. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you were running low on turkey, you couldn't go running by Boar's Head to get you through the weekend. You were out of Turkey. Oh, well, I wish so Subway I would, would serve Boar's Head. Any of those would be the same way. You're like right. are using their product.
0: Right. So it's consistent around the globe. Yeah. Even at the Great Pyramids.
1: I would think, I don't know that, but I would, now I'm sure in different parts of the world, they have different products. Right. But I also think they have the Big Mac everywhere.
0: Yes. And the fries. Yes. All right. Here's an interesting story. Also a second story involving rock bands, Jerry. All right. Axl Rose. This is back in the, in the eighties. Axel Rose had such a um, hatred for Vince Neil of Motley Crue that Axel Rose wanted to go to a country that Axel Rose knew of a country that would let people fight to the death, and he wanted to fight Vince Neil.
1: That's some hatred
0: to to the death.
1: Did they have? Did he have sex with his wife or something?
0: Let's see. It says uh, former Guns N' Roses manager Doug Goldstein. He was on a podcast. Uh, and the all uh, the um, the publication Alternative Nation transcribed his comments. This is what he said: during certain times touring together, Guns N' Roses and Motley Crew members did not interact with each other. It says here, who do you who do you think would win a fight, Axel or Vince? And this man answered, Axel. You know he'd kill him. Mm. He had me call Doc McGee, who managed them at the time, because Axel was just tired of Vince running his mouth. And he said, quote, I found a country where you can fight to the death and we don't have to announce it. Just let's get on a plane and go. I'll put up what I got. He could put up what he's got. And he was serious. And Vince Neil never responded. I wonder why. Axel Rose seems like a very thin dude. He did back then. Wiry.
1: Well, wasn't he strung out?
0: Strung out probably. Wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Pretty sure. I feel like I've read
0: Now they're both like kind of. Overweight and, chubsters. Yeah,
1: they've gotten older.
0: Uh, Vince Neil's though still has the flowing hair. Does he? Axel's lost his hair most of it. Is that true? Uh, a lot of it. I didn't know He's that. Definitely balding.
1: Wow, that's when you know like it's over. But
0: I think uh, women would still prefer Vince Neal. He's chubby though. Chubby, but flowing. I saw Molly Crew's
1: final concert. They filmed then. it, right? Yes, it was on Access TV. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah. He's, like, he's big, though. Right. But I guess women will still look for it. Oh. I guess. I don't know. That's right. why not?
0: Here's a story about Ambien. That's the... Sleeping medicine, Sleeping right? medicine. Yeah. Boomer one time told uh, me and Craig one morning, Boomer, Boomer, it was a time where Boomer was taking Ambien occasionally when uh, he couldn't sleep. Right. But then I think he got off it because of the very vivid, violent dreams that happened with it. Okay. I do remember one morning Boomer came in to Craig and I and he was not joking. He goes, uh, I gotta go to get off this Ambient. He goes, uh, I had a dream last night that I chopped both your heads off. I said, All right, well, whoa. Yeah, let's get off that. But here's an Ambien story, Jerry, where a man says he took Ambien and accidentally proposed to his girlfriend. <laughs> He said he was having trouble sleeping, so he ended up taking 40 milligrams of Ambien. He had an engagement ring in his drawer because he wanted to do it sometime in the future. Oh, okay. He said he woke up and she was wearing a ring on her finger and had explained what happened. I was just shook because I couldn't remember it.
1: That does suck because it's supposed to be a cool moment in your life.
0: He even went to his Facebook page and switched his relationship status to engaged while he was on the Ambien and doesn't wow. remember doing that. He said he was not planning to do it for another year and a half. Why
1: do you have it then?
0: Yeah, that is weird. Why that's would you have silly. the ring?
1: Yeah, that's silly. I, I don't care for that story. If you told me he asked her to marry her while he was on this medication...
0: And had no ring, promised a ring. Right.
1: Then, okay. You have a ring that you're not planning on giving her for a year and a half? Right. What if you lose it? Right. It might be a $10,000 ring.
0: What if, yeah. Stupid. That is stupid. Yeah. I would think you get the ring, you use it. Yes, I would think so. You know what I say to you? Use it or lose it. Can I tell
1: you, can I give you an update? Oh. From show sorry, sorry, you're going, huh. this
0: one. Sorry, I'll go this morning?
1: So a friend of mine, has got Mike Mulaney. He's, he's a physical therapist by where you oh. live in Matawan.
0: Does he do pelvic floor?
1: I just got, he does. He doesn't do the wand though. Okay. Uh, I got this text from him. He was listening to the show this morning. He met an F-16 fighter pilot at a concert once. Gave him a pack of Piddle Packs. You know what a Piddle Pack is? I do not. A Piddle Pack is a device that you use while you tailgate so that you don't have to go to the bathroom. It holds a ton of urine.
0: Where does it hold it?
1: I'm taking a look right now because I sent you a link to it. Piddle Packs. You can literally buy these. So, Greg, they already have the, he said technology, that's not really the right word. And it looks like something you get in the hospital.
0: Oh, it's like a portable thing. You pee into it, and then where do you throw uh, that in the garbage? Yes, I, I. I Richard I from the Howard Stern show. It's only twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. That's it. Let's order some. I'd like to check. Take a look at these. You know, I'll get them for as a sponsor here on this podcast. That'd um, be awesome. You want me to Christine, order a couple though. of these? Yes. Richard Christie from Howard Stern Show, when he goes to concerts, he wears an adult diaper because he drinks a lot of beers sure. and, and doesn't want to miss any songs.
1: I don't blame I get
0: it. I get it. But then you're sitting in your own urine. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But you go home, you really shower up. Correct. It is you. To your own urine. Right. You're not
1: sitting in your brother's urine.
0: No, that'd be ridiculous. That'd be disgusting. And very Plus disgusting. Here's the
1: thing, too. It's warm. It is warm. Until it gets cold, and then it's disgusting.
0: Oh, speaking... These these stories are all flowing together nicely, Jerry. Speaking of urine...
1: This is what we try to do.
0: A Facebook group claims drinking urine eliminates disease. It's a new Facebook craze called... I could not drink that. ...urine therapy. And there are groups popping up on various social media, social network websites. They believe that drinking your own urine will cure illnesses, also give you more energy. One online group is called Urine Therapy, the real universal remedy. They have more than 6,600 members.
1: What would it take for you to drink your own urine?
0: My own urine? Uh,
1: if I told you... Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Let's say you came down with the flu and it was bad. Yeah. It's one of these strains that it, it's going to knock you out for three weeks. Okay. And you feel horrific. Yes. But if I told you to in a cup. Mm-hmm. And as long as it was more than eight ounces. Okay. That you would feel 100% better within 48 hours. Yes or no?
0: Hmm.
1: As opposed to looking at two weeks in the face.
0: Yeah, I probably, probably would. Really? Yeah, my own urine? You would drink your own urine. I might. To cure my ills? Nobody else's, but...
1: How would you do that? Like hold your nose, shut your eyes, and just chuck Listen, it down? it... it, it...
0: It can't be worse than the stuff you have to drink for the colonoscopy, which is brutal. It Smells bad, it bad. tastes bad, and there's a lot of it. You just chase it with a whole lot of water.
1: I wonder if you could, you know how like they have the, the squirt packets that you put in your water? Yeah. I wonder right. if it has the same effect if you could put a squirt packet and make it taste like ginger ale.
0: Right. I'm, well, listen, these are good questions, Jerry.
1: So you might be 6,601.
0: I might. One of the people that posts on this group says the midstream of the first morning urine is the most important of the day.
1: Well, all right, here's my question Meaning it's the most potent. That's fine. Uh, When you go multiple times a night, which one's really the first one of the day? Great question. So I lay down last night at almost 10 o'clock. Okay. I got up at midnight to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and then I got up at 2 o'clock to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then the alarm went off at 2.45, and I went to the bathroom. Right. Which one's the first one?
0: Yeah, you might you might be exempt from this one. Now science says there's no evidence to support drinking your own urine. Imagine
1: they find out 5 years from now that it was all a sham. <laughs> You've been drinking urine for 5 years.
0: One scientist claims that drinking your own urine can put stress on your kidneys since they're forced to process the toxins again. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a great point. You're literally letting, you're literally releasing toxins out of your body and now you're putting them right back in.
0: Right. Another group thinks that you should wash your feet in urine and it's healthy. Why? I don't know, Jerry.
1: Anybody, any group that says you should wash your balls in urine?
0: I've not seen that. If you want to start that, I don't know if Facebook would approve it.
1: <laughs> Get a big pan, we'll lay right over. <laughs>
0: I'm getting healthy right now. People will do anything to get healthy that doesn't include going to the gym and eating right. And eating right. <laughs> what if I drank my own urine?
1: I don't have to do the treadmill.
0: <laughs> right. Really? I just have this drink of urine and it's just the same it as like is, doing you know, cardio. It's amazing.
1: I went to Walgreens yesterday. I had to pick up medicine for my son. And you are so right. The Isle of... Fast-burning metabolism pills. Yeah. Or eat you eat whatever you want. Take this magic pill once a day, and you're gonna be shredded. Whatever happened to just I don't know moving a little right. bit more, and not having 17 slices of pizza
0: every day. Right. Well, now you could drink your own urine. <laughs> no, 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 no. And finally, Jerry, this story is taking over the internet, or it's a trend taking over social media. You know how we discussed uh, a couple weeks ago. That uh, they're trying to get, instead of January, calling it Janu-hairy. Yes, I remember Wherein women grow out their armpit hair and leg hair. Yes, we did discuss that. Well, now a new trend is taking over the internet. Rainbow armpit hair. For what? Women posing in photos wherein they've dyed their armpit hair rainbow colors. Why?
1: Like, what's the reason for it?
0: Female empowerment. Ever hear of it, Jerry? It's called unicorn hair. And you could see this on Instagram and YouTube. The concept first started two years ago when a YouTube woman named Official Rainbow Girl posted a rainbow armpit hair tutorial on how to dye your hair. It had more than 615,000 views. Oh, yeah. Look at this one, Jerry. This is a black and white photo because of our printers, but that woman's hair under her armpit is rainbow colored. A little thick.
1: Not to be shallow, although no. a comment like that makes you shallow. No. Um not to be. But if you went on a blind date. Yes. And you met a girl and you liked her. Yeah. And by date six, the shirt comes off. And you see a full set of armpit hair. Yeah.
0: Struggle with that? Yeah, I'd be out with I'd be out. It's
1: tough, right? Yeah, very tough. Shallow. Mm hmm. I'm I completely admit shallow that's like we just not didn't grow up that way right doesn't mean habits can't change
0: right that would be a tough one for me
1: yeah it'd be weird i think is the best way to put it so although i've been growing
0: out my armpit hair
1: i you said you, you were cutting it no i
0: haven't oh. i've been asked to trim it though
1: it's the winter you're fine
0: no i was just asked recently
1: you are huh? yeah that's She's, one no. she
0: said what are we doing with this
1: what well, what do you have an afro under your arms? I have
0: a I guess it grew longer.
1: Yeah, but I mean that's is it what I peeking thought peeking through the creases. I was
0: trying to be like, look how manly I am. Eat more. I'm very man to be more manly? <laughs> yes. Oh. Red meat. Got it.
1: <laughs> look like you actually have some girth to your I
0: see. That would also man up. That'd be floating. I'm trying to do it through body hair.
1: Okay. I guess.
0: Jerry, uh, your your day has come to an end. It has. It's the warm up show time. We did that earlier, luckily. It is next. So,
1: good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the
0: shortest show on WFA. to get rolling
1: on a Thursday morning. Al Dukes, you didn't know what day it was. It took me a moment because yesterday felt like Monday for me. Oh, I see. But it was Wednesday. So yeah, driving in. Sometimes you get confused. Today I'm getting old.
0: Today's Thursday.
1: Yes, that's what I just said. Oh, you Thursday. mentioned that
0: already. Right, you corrected Thursday. yourself. Thursday, Got
1: Thursday, it. Thursday, Thursday, Remember the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Remember that?
0: Funny cars. Yeah. In English Town, New Jersey. Like monster
1: truck rallies. Yeah. That was good stuff.
0: They still do those, monster trucks and yeah. funny cars in English Town. English town, New Jersey also used to have a a big flea market I would go to they with still my have parents.
1: It. English Town <laughs> sells a flea market. What
0: were we doing down and there? In
1: Collingswood. You ever go to that one down in Wall? Uh No. Why why
0: not? Uh, what am I buying at down there now? What am I buying at a flea market in English town? Well,
1: I'll tell you what's interesting about a flea market, because this has nothing to do with sports. Oh. I ended up at a flea market in nineteen ninety, I think it was. That's when I got turned on to Bob Dylan because I bought Bob Dylan's greatest hits for one dollar. One buck. I'm like, I've heard of Bob Dylan. I'm gonna buy this.
0: Flea markets are the eBay of the non internet world.
1: Put it in my C D player in my car. I'm like, I know this song. I like this. I know this song. Went back to the flea market, George Thorogood.
0: And then the people are like, this is Jerry Reckle. All he does is hang out at flea market. Oh, uh, <laughs> The,
1: ooh, the
0: ooh. Thorogood CD. That was a clip of Bob Dylan singing. 50 cents. George Thorogood, 50, 50 cents. cents. All right. Listen. One bourbon,
1: one shot, one beer.
0: You can get bargains at flea markets. I learned
1: a lot about alcohol listening to that album.
0: All right. One bourbon turkey. Right.
1: Didn't know that was a bourbon. Right. All sorts of things like that. He kind
0: of burned out after uh, he did uh, songs about shooting pool and drinking. Uh, then I was yes. like, now what do I do? We probably drank too much. I'm bad to the bone. Now what? <laughs> Where do I go from here? <laughs> right. <laughs> Jerry, I was all excited for to this. Have
1: a tour coming up this summer, I'm sure. Go ahead.
0: Oh, George Thorogood? No <laughs> Why doubt. Why not? <laughs> no doubt.
1: Would you be stunned if no. we were giving away tickets to see George right. Thorogood's Last Chance yeah. Tour at the Garden next summer. PNC
0: Arts Center right. presents. He's, bad. He's touring with Steve Miller Band.
1: <laughs> They're bad to the bone. Bad
0: to the bone.
1: <laughs> and old as hell.
0: And he comes out. Nah, 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 nah. The crowd's like, oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> yes. And you know what's sad? You'd go. Hell yeah. I'd be up there. Right. We'd be holding.
1: One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. My wife's birthday's in February. I'm trying oh. to figure out how to do, do something. Thorough good tour. And I saw Joan Jett and the Black Arts playing in Atlantic City. And my first thought is. Al will be there. I would go see that. I know you will. hundred percent. And Rick Springfield will be down there again in February, too. Maybe this time you can pass the octopus and get the show.
0: Bob be there as well, Jerry. Yes. I was very pumped for this Rams-Saints game because Marcus Peters, I thought, potentially could punch Sean Payton in the face during, during the game because yeah. uh, of anger from the last time they met. Yeah. And I thought maybe if he gets, uh, you know, if, if Marcus Peters makes a tackle on the side eye, and he might just get up and punch Sean Payton right in the mouth. Yeah. Because he said the last time they played that we will meet again. And he was talking a lot of trash. Sean Payton was. Yeah. Now they went and they ran both these guys They're down. Nice. Yeah. They are all respecting each other now. What would you expect? Honestly. I expected like, I, to- nah. I told Sean Payton I was waiting Sean for this McVay's game. Sean McVay
1: not having it. Not this week.
0: They were pretty tame leading up to the Cowboy
1: game. It was very disappointing. Yeah, very like, disappointing. They had last week. They had Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib sound. I'm like, all right, here we go. We got something. Yeah. it was just like good tame coach speak. It was
0: boring. I'm hoping that in the heat of the moment during the game, something goes down.
1: Well, it might happen, and that's a game you will actually watch.
0: Yeah, I'll be locked Plus, in. Plus, it's
1: going to be snowing and freezing, so you'll be watching football Sunday.
0: Yes. But not snowing and freezing in that which, game. That's a dome.
1: Which game do you look forward to more than
0: uh, Patriots Chiefs? Really, yeah. you do. The elements, Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Do you
1: think we're going to old, get new. two old guys, two young guys, or we're going to get one and one in this? Super I think Bowl? you're going to
0: get a, uh, a an old guy and a young guy. So one and one. One and one.
1: Hmm. Which one would you prefer? I would prefer myself, Mahomes Breeze, because I think that could be wild. But at the same time, I want to see Brady again. Yeah. I'm thinking Mahomes.
0: Mahomes Breeze. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Jared Goff to me, Boring. not sexy. Right. Mahomes. Sexy. Right. Sexy pick. Boomer has made that clear. Also, I'm not happy about this. I get a little like I am rooting for the Chiefs. But I do get nervous when the Patriots begin Who'd to get pick? uh the Chiefs. We're giving how much? I think three and a half. Okay. Three, three and a half. When the Patriots start to get like no one believes in us, that bit. I do get a little nervous about them. Now Julian Edelman, he put out a a video yesterday, a hype video we call Mm -hmm. those, Jerry. Hashtag bet against us. Well, the team did this before the Charger game. I don't know if you know that. They did? They did a bet against us then? It wasn't bet against us. It It was a hashtag something
1: else, but it was all about how people have quit on us or people don't believe in us anymore or something like that. And it was leading up to the Charger game. I guess it didn't go viral because you didn't see it, but it was
0: out there. Now, Bad idea, I think, for Julian Edelman to also put out T-shirts with hashtag bet again. Because if they lose, everyone's going to be all the all of the anti-Patriot fans are going to buy those up like me. I might buy one. Why? Because it'd be fun to wear a bet against. Yeah, you lost. I bet against you and I won cash.
1: (laughs) Well, you didn't win anything yet.
0: Not yet. Because what
1: could happen? Well, see, you're getting the right. They could lose by one. That's true. And you'll win nothing, sir. You get nothing. You will go 0 for 18. Yeah. The year, it's meaning. It's not been great. Uh, no. it is no. You've lost every I've week. I've lost, yeah. Every week.
0: Let that be a lesson.
1: What is your $2 two-team parlay? It's so a $5
0: two-team parlay. You win 12
1: bucks. You win $19. Um, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, But this would be the week you'd win, too, because yeah. you win $19. Absolutely. So you have the Chiefs minus three. Yeah. And the, I know it's coming out on the video. And the
0: And the Saints. And the Saints minus... Saints. Six. Is it that much? I think it's pretty high. Really? I could be wrong, Jerry. I was 2-2
1: this weekend. The only two I lost were because the Cowboys were getting 7, I believe. They lost by 8. Mm-hmm. And I had the Chiefs minus 8. They won by 6. Yeah. If the stupid kicker puts the ball to the uprights, i probably win that one too.
0: You, their idiot kicker got all liquored up. Dumbass. Uh, the Yankees' DJ LeMahieu. Wow. Thank you. You nailed said it. that name right. Yeah, of course. What team is he from? Oh, he's on the Yankees. Man, I think he came he from? from the Rockies. All right. That's right. I read. He says he's, quote, bringing a lot of gloves to the Yankees, meaning I guess that he's prepared to play many positions. Yeah. But it did get me thinking. You're a Little League coach, Jerry. You love uh, the MLB network. Why do we have different gloves for different positions?
1: Well, first base glove, I don't understand. Right. That's one. I do not understand the first base glove. Never have. Right. Uh, but you do want a bigger glove because it extends the reach. And if scoop. You, will. If you need to Absolutely. scoop. So you understand first base. Yeah. Second base and one. shortstop, you want a small glove. That I never so understood. That you can, so when you catch the ball, it's not in the webbing where you got to go search for it because plays are, you know, snap plays. You want to catch it. The ball's right there. It's like almost having a bare hand.
0: But I would think with the with the extended glove that the outfielders wear. Yeah. Longer reach when a ball's in the hole, Bro. you scoop that right up.
1: Or you get to the ball
0: quicker. Yeah, or you have to get but to the again, ball. But again, more
1: the, the smaller glove for the infielder is more about getting the ball out faster. Turning a double play, fielding, firing, stuff like that, as opposed to the ball getting lost in the glove. So I understand those two. After that, you ever see those Silly.
0: old, those old like Babe Ruth gloves? Where, yes. they, where they're just big puffy.
1: And didn't the players used to share the gloves?
0: Yeah, you right? leave like your they glove. Would leave
1: the glove at the position.
0: Yeah, hmm. I don't go for that playing softball. Someone wants to use my glove, put their big sweaty hand yeah, where does, my all, that sweaty does hand not does work for you. Disgusting. Could you
1: imagine that you come home like the next morning, you wake up with calluses yeah. or like warts all over your I hand? Like
0: Boomer gave me calluses. You got to use my glove. Sore in the
1: palm of your hand. Yeah, right I don't hand. want that. That would be actually a bad luck.
0: And you won't have crying Wilmer Flores to kick around here anymore, Jerry. He's going to your dream city. Oh, my dream state of Arizona. Yeah. How about that? I was a little sad by it. No,
1: you weren't. A little bit. You wondered last year why he was still here. (laughs) What are you talking about? Aloud, I wondered that? (laughs) Yes. Oh. Like, why does he, you said once, why does he like it here so much? He never plays.
0: Do you think when they called him to tell him he cried to stick around or, or he was just <laughs> no, like, yeah, I'm over the.
1: I, I think he's over it. He's mature.
0: Wilmer, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to Arizona. It's, it's going really to be so awesome.
1: Much crying inside the body.
0: Right. You only have, Jerry, they say you only have so many tears.
1: Right. And so his tears will now be tears of joy as he enjoys the sunshine, the warmth. And the loveliness of Arizona. Of Arizona.
0: Yes. Do I have time for one more, Jerry? Not
1: really. All right. Is it
0: really good? Is it really good? Yeah. I'm not sure it's really good. <laughs> Is it quality news item? Sure. Good. Quality news item on the other side, then boomer. I'm bad oh. to the bone. Now what? We
1: take a break. That's what. Coming up next on The fam.
0: It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. The superheroes of WFAM. We go,
1: Coming back a couple more minutes to the top. The Nets came back from, yeah, the Nets, that's right. 12 down with a couple minutes to go. Wound up beating the Rockets in overtime last night. What else you got, Al, dude? A lot of
0: buzz, uh, Jerry, in the newsroom about the Nets. Yeah, I, there should be. There, I'm overhearing what's the people. Record? The Nets? Yes. I think they're only 500. What's their record? 23 and 23.
1: Damn, you were listening this morning.
0: I paid attention on the car ride in, Jerry. You did ask me, Greg, he actually
1: did ask me legitimately, are they now in first place? <laughs>
0: well, everyone's talking like, did you hear that? Oh, the Nets, they're fun to watch. They are the fun Nets to watch. beat the Rockets last night. They did. The Nets came back in, in overtime, overtime and beat the Rockets. What did you think of Spencer? Evan's doing special podcasts about the Nets. I was like, well, they must be in first place. What did you think no. of Spencer buzz? Dinwiddie no buzz. last night? Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, what else you got? <laughs> uh, the... I'll give you this one, Jerry. So the Nick Foles situation, which I like, lo- I like Nick Foles. We like probably because he's boring. I don't. He's an Eagle. But the uh, Jaguars are set to hire John D. Filippo, who Boomer always mentions, mm-hmm. and he was the quarterbacks coach when Nick Foles was uh, great, doing it all. They're gonna. The Jaguars oh, are gonna get, him go
1: to Jacksonville.
0: The Jaguars are gonna get Nick Foles. Another
1: great place to play.
0: That will suck because then he'll be terrible there because they stink.
1: Well, they didn't last year. Well, they weren't good. It imploded on them this year. But if they got good quarterback play, why wouldn't they be good again?
0: Thoughts. All right. Well, then this. Then they will be good, and Giants fans will be calling. We should have got Nick Foles. We had a chance to get him in the division. And then you'll be pulling the
1: rest. I'll of will be the like, hand, I you told no you, this would be so awesome. You'll be so angry in there. Very angry. Want to do another Eli Manning show today? <laughs> no, uh, we could do, do that. not. Ralph Vacciano wrote an article. What did he say? About thinking about life after Eli. That's
0: an article every day, life after Eli I know. in the papers. And then the other story that came out, I don't know if Ralph Vacchiano had it or who had it, that uh, the Jets started their coaching search, Jerry, uh, after they lost to Matt Barkley. Yeah, why is that surprise? I was surprised. Why? Do you think they told um, Todd? Todd Bowles? No. No. Do you think he saw people in the building being talked to? No. That would have been awkward. It would
1: have been Mike McCagnon and Christopher (laughs) Johnson.
0: That's it. We think they were talking to the cook. And no one was even available yet. would you like to be
1: the... Shut up, Eddie. (laughs) Jesus. One
0: bourbon, one scotch, one beer.